You've now entered the lap of luxury. Prepare your soul for a lavish journey into enlightenment. Here's another uh, lap of luxury adulting uh, episodes here. I hear you become a house guy. <laughs> oh, man, dude. What a fucking mountain to overcome. You know, just like what a, what a, what a fucking step to take. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, starting off like, I don't know, just the whole, the whole rent versus buying thing is more of a complication than you probably realize to begin with. Well, first of all, you know, like everybody, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I was always thinking like renting is what you do until you get like a family type of thing, right? Yeah. You know, I was under the same impression. Yeah. <clears throat> and. Little did I know, I mean, not that you're wasting, so I guess I'll, I'm getting ahead of myself, but not that you're wasting your money with renting, but, you know, depending on the situation, you could be doing it better, I suppose. You definitely ain't gaining. Yeah, so, because renting is obviously you're just kind of throwing it away, but then again, I forget what the break-even point is. Uh, I don't want to just throw out a number there, but um, it might be a few years, you know, for you, depending on how you buy the uh, house mm -hmm. if you actually get anything out of it versus uh, or if you you know save money versus if you rented for the same period and i think with us like going from training base to training base with like a year year and a half at each at the most or something like that um renting was kind of like our only our our, our best bet i suppose you know yeah it's almost like uh you're kind of paying for the convenience so let's say if you live somewhere for 24 months total and you're probably saying the average rent is somewhere between it's probably about a thousand dollars between nine thousand and you know or sorry nine thousand like probably nine hundred bucks a month to like eleven hundred bucks we'll just say ten thousand or ten a uh, thousand bucks i can't talk so you're paying you know twenty four hundred twenty four thousand dollars over two years <laughs> you ain't getting that money back yeah exactly but at the same so the time, like, is, you don't have to worry about moving like there's no yeah yeah cost like there's really no like there's no you're not really losing much by uh if you're not gonna like you have to worry about selling or if you want to rent the place your mortgage you no know, yeah i'm sure you're getting ready yeah i think you got a couple uh couple stories already so i'll uh yeah. <laughs> i'll let you continue yeah but that's the thing is like you introduced it well like you're you're the guy right so if like you, <laughs> you know, like you, you have no one else to turn to. If it, yeah. you know, if, something, if something breaks, it's like you can't just go to your landlord or, uh, you know, the the fixer or the maintenance guy and be like, hey, I need this fixed. They're like, okay, cool, I'll do it Tuesday. Uh, you'll be, <laughs> and like no, you know, no charge, obviously. But uh, yeah. whereas if something happens or like, God forbid, like this actually happened to Recky where he moved in and then his water heater or something just like shit the bed. You know, uh, so there, there's like a few items that kind of age, you know, and it's kind of weird. You don't I mean, I suppose there's certain life expectancies and warranties, I guess you could get. But <clears throat> there's sometimes like shit just happens or, you know, if you do something wrong or mess something up, then it's obviously on you also. And right. I think buying a house, I wouldn't I guess I wouldn't know, but uh, it's kind of like having a wedding, you know, as, as soon as they. It's just like expenses come out of nowhere. They're just like, oh, you have to do this and you have to pay for the title and this and like. Title. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know about you, but I, I remember the expense title insurance was the one that threw me for the most loop. Uh, I don't remember doing that title insurance. Yeah, there was just like small fees in your mortgage that like add up or something. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like at least the closing costs or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So renting versus buying. That it really determines where you're at. And some people like, I remember um, Grid, if uh, you knew him, he looked at the, he was like talking about how he was going to PCS and he just decided to rent, even though he has like a family and all this type of stuff. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he was just thinking the market uh, yeah. either was going to stay the same or not look better or worse or something like that. So he was just like, we'll just make it easy and rent type of thing. So yeah. it really depends on what you're doing. And it's easy to say like, even if you're somewhere for like four years, it's like, oh, I should have bought. But at the same time, you don't know, you know, you can't get into the what if scenario like, 
something could have happened or yeah, like the roof could have needed to be replaced or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. So, well, that's one of those things too. In that scenario, it pays dividends to have a good, um, I guess I can't remember what it's called, uh, what the guy's called, but basically the guy who comes out and checks the house over inspector um, inspector. Yeah. And make sure they're going through with a fine tooth comb, you know, cause that can like paying an extra, you know, we'll say a hundred dollars can pay dividends when they see, Hey, the, the roof needs replaced. You know, this toilet isn't right. There's cracks in the foundation. Like somebody might just go over it real quick. And like, yeah, I'm not, I don't see anything looks good. And then all of a sudden you just got a lemon kind of, uh, and also yeah. if you find it before they got to fix it or they'll cut you a deal and say, Hey, you fix it, but we'll sell it to you for a cheaper price or something. You know? Right. So, and so I was going to gear this a little bit more towards education. Although most of the people listening to this probably, uh, I asked for, uh, advice, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but oh, don't short change. We're worldwide now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like a uh, pit bull, Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, whoever's listening on uh, SoundCloud and such, they're trying to get us to follow them back and that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Who, who was it? Kay what? Oh, I forgot his name, dude. Oh, he, was the, he was the original, right? The original, yeah. Shit. Uh, is Blew it, up and we forgot always, everybody. This is a side note. It's always weird when you like make an account and someone follows you like instantaneously. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? That the must robots. be a bot. That must be a bot. Yeah, it must be a bot or something. Like oh, yeah, somebody definitely. searching for like, you know, I don't know how you would see new people like joining, you know, every second kind of. Yeah. They're looking for new, they're just waiting, looking for new friends. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, let's see where to begin. I suppose hunting for a house, um, the consensus and you said the same thing too, was like, you really have to know what you want. You like you, what your must yeah. have because Houses are like, I mean, no surprise. They're all different. You know, they're not going to be like, there's so many variables that you have to consider kind of thing. And I think you really just have to dive deep and like start looking at some to get a gauge of it. Like you can't just like be like, ah, this one's good, you know? Um, And similar to like cars, you can't get into the mindset of like, um, you just want to get this one or like you get like emotionally attached, you know, that almost happened with me with, couple houses before the one i chose uh i was like oh this one's good i like this this I, but i really don't like this but whatever type of thing and yeah then, but it, it, it fits so many things that i kind of want yeah exactly so you got to be a, you got to be you know willing to walk away and then mm-hmm. i mean like I, you know it's tough there's no black and white it's like but then again you have to choose the right one type of thing you know yeah but I don't know, it seems like i kind of i kind of got funneled into the house i'm at and i you know, as far as I know, it's a good fit, but it seems like it kind of worked out almost like kind of buying a car, it seems. But uh-huh. basically what I'm saying is you just got to make sure you don't jump in and like get too emotionally attached. Yeah. Some other experiences, but, but. No, I think you're, I think you're right on that one. Um, I said, I think knowing what are your must haves are crucial. Like for me, it was. I wanted a big garage. I didn't care what house. I didn't care if it was a two-story house. I didn't care if it was a one-story house. I didn't care if it was a shipping container. But if it had a good-sized garage where I could, like for me, like that's that's my that's my kind of relaxation is going out to the garage or you know doing stuff like that. So I needed a big garage, and there's plenty of houses that I saw. I was like, I there's just like you, there's always something where you know <clears throat> it's it's almost just right, you know, um, or it's just close. It's just barely close enough to what you want. And then turn around and say, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I really like, I'm, I, this is all really nice setup, but if there's one thing that like, again, like if you're a, um, I don't know if, if you're a person who likes work on the yard and everything's perfect, like, you know, you're, you got a great, like master bed and bath you got you know a bunch of extra rooms still a price but then your really joy comes from spending time in the yard and you got like rocks back there you know you're not gonna you may not be happy yeah exactly so it is tough and i would definitely go with a realtor to start with um, yeah just so they can kind of show you the ropes but 
like pops talks about how he doesn't know what realtors do <laughs> <laughs> he, he feels like uh he does the same amount of work because i think this most recent time i think or maybe another time he bought it he bought it himself or maybe he's thinking about doing that uh-huh but yeah he was just saying like it seems like the same amount of work or it was the same amount of work, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and I mean, you don't, and, and this is the weird dynamic is this is kind of traditional or how things, the unofficial rule is like the seller usually pays for close. I mean, again, you can kind of negotiate your contract, but, uh, and we're getting a little bit of far ahead, but the seller usually pays for the closing costs. And then out of that usually comes the realtor fees, you know, to the yeah. realtor company, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so that's where the weird part comes. But, um, but to Pop's point too, when you think about it, at modern day, what are realtors really doing? We're gonna we're gonna upset some of our realtor fans here. Uh, <laughs> probably an unpopular opinion for the realtor, but all they're doing is going on like Zillow or whatever. Um, if they're if they work for you know like we'll say Keller Williams or something, if they work for them, they got a whole database. They just got to look around like. Like I say, oh, I want a three car garage. They just type in three car garage. <laughs> I could do that. Like, come on. At, yeah. at what point? Like, they're not do. They're not like hit putting their feet to the ground anymore. They're sitting in their you know backyard just chilling. But yeah, and I think, I think where they make their money and but it's not sometimes it's not always needed is like they have the lay of the land type of thing. Yeah, but and they have like, an expertise too, probably. Right. But and we know people who have bought multiple houses in one location. So at that point, you know what the environment's like, and maybe they have yeah certain connections or something like that. Otherwise, yeah, it's it's basically just I mean, as long as you're comfortable with the process, you could do it yourself. I mean, because it's just like you know they're just a middleman or middleman yeah. where they're just like, hey, you got to sign this. Hey, the seller wanted to do this. Hey, you know this, 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 you know. And I, yeah. I suppose they're kind of a double check too, but that's why I would recommend them for your first time because yeah. otherwise you might fuck something up, I suppose. But and I heard something crazy. So like my girlfriend's sister-in-law, she said she's a realtor, and I think she gets like they, I want to say they get something like five percent of the price. I'm well, like, like average, it's like five or three percent. Go ahead. This, what do you? This, what's your experience? Yeah, sorry. This is how gamble. Um, uh, explained it to me because his wife's a realtor i think the company gets five percent or something like that but then the when it like all trickles down i would think they would get like i don't know what to say maybe like 500 or something for a sale so like they have to do a few sales a month kind of to make i mean it's probably not that low maybe like a thousand or 1500 you know depending on the, yeah. the uh, house obviously with the percentage but I think they they make like a smaller cut, but yeah, the the realty yeah. company makes like three to five percent or something, which is fucking insane. Yeah, I was trying to remember like they she explained it to me uh, before, and I think it might it might also to be different between different companies. You know, some yeah, might take true. more, some might take less, and especially like I think ref, I I no no I take it back. What it was is if you get a referral, that's what it was. Ah uh, yes, like the the referral they get is customers. So like say I refer you me and you are real estate agents and I know somebody who's going to be living in a where that you work. And I'm like, Hey, um, I refer, you know, so-and-so to you. You're like, okay. You basically kick me back like a certain percentage of something. And it was, it ends up being like a couple thousand dollars just for telling me, right. or just for me telling you, Hey, you should work with this guy. Yeah. This is crazy, but not really yeah, crazy, it's... but just, Yeah. And I guess some tricks of the trade that I've learned or big things to look out for is obviously how many beds in um, baths. And you want to make sure – usually a three-bed, two-bath is what most people look for because that's typically what like a family would go for. So help like the resale value or the rent. But And then you always got to watch out when you do like the search criteria because I would always put in three-bed, two-bath. They'd do like a bath and a half, which was yeah. always, always pissed me off, you know? <laughs> So a, ba a half bath is no shower, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And then obviously, I mean, you could look it up on YouTube, like things that help um, people want to buy, like obviously good 
pictures help. So it's always shitty when you try to like find this house and then they just have one picture of the outside. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, you I'm know? not buying that. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not even gonna look at that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You and got then, my lead, I mean, kid. <laughs> I did it super weird where I looked at it from a distance, like I wasn't even in the same state, so I couldn't go see it. So my friends had to. And yeah, that's exactly. that's not a good way to do it because you gotta you should probably try you know you should see it certainly before you buy it you know yeah and that also I mean there's there's those things that just don't translate well through the pictures you know like just like the size of the actual rooms you know it's hard yeah. to gauge a picture and that type of stuff and whatever else I mean there's gonna be a lot of small stuff too so. yeah and they they they're, they're getting tricky nowadays with the 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 photography like they're using fisheye oh, lenses yes. and stuff. You know, so they're like, oh, this is way spacious. And you get there, you're like, nah, it's not that spacious. Um, and also, the I thought you were going to talk about the, have you ever seen the 3D rendering? Yeah. So That's like, they'll, they'll bullshit. Be like, they'll be like, oh, this is what the house looks like. But then, like, you see, like, the last picture, I'm like, this is just a sample house. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, no, they're like, this is what it's supposed to, this is what it's going to look like. And it's like, yeah. going to look like. <laughs> yeah, not about not about that life. Yeah, see, I did, I, so realistic too yeah they look legit it's just like those pictures like when they're upgrading a building and they say what it's going to look like and right. kind of like that but uh like what i so i did a very similar thing to you uh so my home city of indianapolis where my parents live is only about four hours away from here so um my parents they had like a like my dad retired my mom didn't really have anything to do at the time so they came down and looked at it for me and then the realtor also uh, shoot FaceTime me as well. So we kind of walk around and be like, yeah or no. So they, uh, they came and I, I trust my parents for the most part. Um, like they could have, like, I could have not seen it at all. And I'm like, Hey, is this a good place? And they're like, yeah or no. So, uh, and yeah, so very similar. I, if I, I would definitely prefer to have gotten my eyes on this in person, but Hey, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And some of those big things too, about, going to actually see it is you want to see what the neighborhood is like you know yeah. and again just the smaller thing or the things you don't really think about or will or might bite you in the ass like one of the places i was looking at was basically it was like in a housing area and it was actually i didn't realize it was on the main drag so mm -hmm. it was like really hard to get out of the house which is really shitty you know oh you're saying like a main like a, ro a major yeah. roadway a yeah. msr you may say <laughs> yeah it was so i mean it was off of like a not highway but like a another big a major city yeah but it was just the one that everybody goes through to get to their house so it's like you yeah, got to back yeah. out and it's like like yeah, it's shitty you know and then no. you, to, you yeah. can't go one way on it so you have to go you have to back out go down and then come back around to leave type of thing so that's yeah no, that's a good call um that's that's yeah. one of those things that's kind of like uh, the opposite of price this I guess whatever it would be like it's like nobody's gonna want that type of thing no yeah I know you're saying there's so there's a house oddly enough exactly like that um when I first started looking at the house and this was in or houses this was in 20 like uh what I guess mm, spring of 2018 and I saw this house and then I came down here like uh probably May 2018 and I saw it. And I was like, oh, it wasn't, <clears throat> wasn't finished yet. But they knew it was going to be finished soon. Same exact thing. And everything you just talked about was all the conversation I had, especially because I knew I was going to have a trailer too. And like, ah, oh, no, we can't. So to this day, that house is not sold. It's completely finished. It is not sold. Yeah, that's crazy. I yeah. like. They don't, even have a, they don't even have a for sale sign out there. They just took it away. No that's... one lives in it. That's crazy, man. And you'd see on Zillow, like, this house has been on the market for seven days or, like, 494 days. It's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. like, at Something some point. Right. <laughs> yeah, at some point, it becomes, like, people just seeing how long it's going to be on there makes them realize, like, I probably don't want this, you know? And it's like, then it's, and that's, see, that's the, not to scare the viewers, but or ourselves i suppose <laughs> but that's that's where the scary part of you know buying and then knowing that you're gonna sell it at some point like you might have to hold on to it when you yeah type of thing you know and that yeah. that again is renting versus buying you never know like if you can't sell it for 
a few months with you not living there, you have to pay that mortgage, you know? Yeah. So. And that's a good point to think about too. If being ready to have multiple options. So if you can't sell is renting a viable option, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause then you can, you can always put it up for rent and then at least you're not losing, like you're not paying, you may be paying another mortgage, but at least, you know, people are going to be actively looking for rent. Cause it might be an area where people want to rent, not buy. Yeah. Just like be there for a long time. Yeah. And I suppose you also got, I mean, this is kind of really going deep into the metrics, but, or research, but you'd have to think about like the income in the area, that type of stuff. But also a big thing for like, if you're going to get a, family how or like you're gonna orient to our family you want to be close to like good schools or something like that would obviously yeah. be um, helpful as well yeah that's great. Uh, a great point so otherwise yeah i think you just have to start looking at stuff as at least that's what i did you know and then also looking at what your price range is going to be with you know if you want to go with 30 year or 15 years so uh, we're going deep into this now. Here we go. Yeah. So, oh man, fifteen. Oh, that's tough. That's you got to have some ducats, I think. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what people don't realize a lot of the times, I mean, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. But just like if you do any other type of loan, sometimes the compounding interest on the loan is usually you're paying. You can look up an amortization calculator, mm-hmm. but. You know, the the interest gets on and on and on, and it gets interest on the interest type of thing. And yeah. so, you, you know, what if you're doing like a 30-year mortgage, I, I forget what it is, maybe like the first half the time or something, you're paying off the – or 20 years or something, you're paying off the interest on it as yeah. opposed to starting to chip away at the principal. Yeah. Um, like for instance, if you have like a uh, – we'll say like a $200,000 house, you end up paying at the end of the day – when you at the end of the 30 years, you paid – you know, 400,000. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, but yeah. So pay that shit all fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you have to watch out for that with the fees and everything, what the actual mortgage is going to be at the end of the day. And then realize if that's in your budget. So that, that'll help you narrow down the, the range of the houses that you're looking at. And yeah. the, the whole shopping for mortgages thing wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, it is, it does feel kind of weird at times, but you can, once you start the process, it's kind of like, I guess, opening a credit card. It's a, I guess it's a hard pull of your credit report, but mm-hmm. you can do as many as you want in within 90 days. Cause they know. You're oh, shopping. really? See, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So, so all you got to do is like, Hey, I'm looking for a house. You say that. And then basically it won't start killing your credit score. Well, so whoever it gets pulled the first time. This is what the USA person told me, at least. But the, it gets pulled the first time uh, that, you, you know, obviously you ask for it. Or mm-hmm. they, you know, you say, like, you give them your social and all this type of stuff, and you actually give them data, and they're like, can I, you know, pull your credit report? You're like, yeah. And then within 90 days, any time you ask for, like, you know, your mortgage race and they pull your credit, it, it all gets, like, clumped into one. <laughs> so you're saying, like uh it's not gonna put it's not gonna d- decrease my credit score each time it's just gonna say oh because it's, it's over a 90 day period and then they're like 90 yes. days they're gonna reassess and like yeah. okay gotcha yeah you basically have like 90 days from that first one is like almost grace period or they understand it's all like kind of one er, er, they've been people are looking at it essentially it's, gotcha. it's like accessible but yeah so i guess you just look around and i don't know people have thoughts of like USAA or like a big company like Chase or whoever else, Wells Fargo versus like the local credit union or bank. Mm-hmm. I guess the local credit union or bank, it depends, but they might be able to offer better rates or USAA might be able to, depending on, you know, how they do their business. Um, and then, yeah, it's tough because it kind of changes every day too. So just try to get the best one you can, I suppose. And I guess in the future, you could always refinance, to be honest with you. And that doesn't really... That's not really that big of a deal, I suppose. It's not like you're on refinance every day, but if you get a if if interest rates really go low, then you might be able to refinance and get a better deal for the long haul. But um, but yeah. So the the reason I brought up the interest rates is because oh, sorry, I got that's all right. You there? Yep. Sorry. Yes, that's all right. So the reason for the interest rates with the 30 year versus the 15 year. So if you do the 15 year like luxury was alluding to you have to 
have to pay off a lot more per month. But obviously, it's 15 years, so you're paying it off quicker, so you're not um, paying as much interest into it, right? So, uh, yeah. But obviously, that's not often in people's budgets. I yeah, think, you gotta, uh, you gotta Kirby, have some. Man, you said Kirby did it. I think Kirby did the 15 year. Yeah. Dude, oh, but yeah, man, does he have? Like, does he have some money in a safe or something or what? I don't know, but this is uh It is Kirby, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> yeah. let's, he was uh, living let's in like a hundred dollar apartment um, in Minot for a little bit there. So he was, you know, I think he was making do essentially. Yeah, he was saving up all that money real but quick. But I think now he's almost. Uh, so I mean, you know, if he lived in it for whatever five years while he was down here, and then he rented it out. I think he's left with like five years or something, and it'll get paid off soon. So that's kind of crazy. And then that's the thing is like, if you own the house and then rent it out, that's like, uh, I think that's called the infinite return on investment because you're not paying any. Well, you're paying still like taxes or whatever the hell else, but um, and any expenses that come up. But yeah. you're basically not paying anything, and you're getting like all profit every month. Yeah, and. And to be honest, even um, renting out while, while you're still paying a mortgage, usually when you rent it, you rent it for more than your mortgage costs right. just because exactly. yeah. so like you're it's almost worth it just to try to rent. Sometimes I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do whenever I PCS from here, um, because there's a lot of uh, Joes who want a house, you know, Joe be fucking. So they got kids. <laughs> I got, <laughs> so I, I know what do you come up with these, man? I don't. Really, is, it, is it all for your dad? No, I don't know. I wish my no. My dad says some pretty wild shit. I'll be. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but <laughs> you say a lot of things I've never heard before. <laughs> do they sound like old man sayings? That's probably yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, what is it? Andy and Candy or something like that. Oh yeah. Now that's definitely my dad saying. Yeah. Thought like Candy thought poop was candy and you ate it. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, and to sum it up, I think renting would be a good option for me. But it all depends on where you're at, you know. I think placing around military bases, if you're in yeah. a good, like for us specifically, you know, especially if it's a around a big base that's not going anywhere anytime. Like for instance, uh, where's a good one? Um, uh, like a pilot training base. Oh yeah, like. You know, there's always going to be somebody going in there. If you're talking like, um, especially and it, even more so, if it's around a base, it's not going anywhere, and it's a small town. Oh, you're even you're hit, you're in the money pretty much, because um, you know there's going to be people there. Like I'd I would have said Fort Bragg would be a good one, but Fort Bragg Fayetteville is a huge city, so there's always going to be soldiers moving in, but. You also have a lot of places to go, and you get one of the nicer places because they also call Fayetteville Vietnam. So you, <laughs> if you go to the hood, maybe not so much. But if you're in not the hood, you probably find you probably you're probably gonna be buying a house from another Joe. But yeah, so that's that's another good point too. Is the whole again knowing the area? So like like luxury was talking about with the military influx especially uh the training bases and then the next level of that is like you know these lieutenants are going through so you know their bah how much they get paid for housing each month or what they're kind of trying to look for pay so you yeah. want to try to maybe get a house that would be in that range for you to still get a profit um yeah. and then that that profit should really go to investments into the house or saving for you know emergency fund when the water heater does break or the roof or whatever but that's that's something i'm really struggling with right now there's a little bit of a tangent but it's like you know you kind of once you're looking at the house you know you're looking at different things and what you like about it all this type of stuff but you should really ask like a lot of big one of the a few of the big questions are like how old's the roof how old's the water heater how old's like the air conditioning unit yeah um, because that might, you know, kind of go into your negotiations, I suppose. But that that would be really shitty to, for you to, like, it's almost like when you know, because I think roofs usually last like 20 years. Mm -hmm. So I think mine was replaced in like 2013 or something. So in 20, what is it, 33, it'll maybe come due. 
So I was like, do I, should I sell by then? So I don't get stuck with that. You know what I mean? Or if I end up renting out, do I, should I keep it, you know, uh, yeah. and just swallow that cost, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I think you made it, uh, not to backtrack, but I think you made a great point. Just like really, really just intangibles. There's a lot of not necessarily things to go in the weeds, but there's a lot of things that you probably wish you knew, right. um, when you're buying the house that you weren't, you just weren't thinking of at the time. And it's impossible to know everything. It's just weird. I think this is, I think this is the odd part. Cause you know, if you're like me, I'm sure you probably did this. You probably called your parents and asked them what they thought and what they did originally. And really they were just in the same position you're in right now. Um, exact, probably about the exact same age too. So they didn't really know shit. <laughs> they just did it. And then, yeah, exactly. uh, like, yeah, it's just, that's kind of terrifying in the when we're talking about a classic lack of lap of luxury thoughts that <laughs> like we are grown-ups like remember remember what it felt like to when you were like in college and you heard somebody was 30 you're like god dang man you about to keel over and die yeah now now we're 30 essentially and it's like I, I don't feel old i was talking to my mentor mentee i should say i told him i was 30 and he was like oh man but. Yeah, that's. I think we gotta get rid of that. I mean, this is not a huge deal, but like the stigma of thirty is. I mean, it's not a cliche to say the age is really just a number. Yeah, like, thirty's the new twenty, dude. Yeah, it's true. I was gonna say like, especially now, thirty's not old, man. You no. know, I mean, I, I already. It really is like you just gotta take care of your body and take care of yourself and that type of stuff. And you know, if you want to do young things or you know, stay in the game you got to put yourself in the game type of thing you know yeah. and you could do you know your body's going to adjust you know so, but uh yeah anyway we, we digress a little bit yeah but, wait sorry i'm a, i'm the master derailer no oh no that was that was that was still good good lap of luxury discussion um shit i had something for the housing but yeah and that's that's the tough part i, I always like to and this doesn't catch anything, and this is um, a side note, but I just hate it in the world. I think it's just my my brain is just like the inefficiencies of doing stuff. You know, it's just like uh-huh. I think we were talking about it on the AI podcast. Like, I wish I just had everybody's lessons learned. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so none of us ever made a mistake that somebody else made before. Yeah, you know? and that's what's that's what's tough about going into anything new, or even like buying a new car or whatever else it may be. Like I remember I talked to you about buying a new car and stuff, and I talked to all my friends and you about like buying the house and stuff. But also just like going on the internet and being like, you know, things to know before you buy type of thing. But that it's just tough because there's some things you might not even catch or think of. Um, but yeah, I, again, you just jump in look at a lot of options and then just from looking at different things you realize like oh shit i didn't think about this one for that house but i like this one for that you know and then yeah. and, uh you can settle but it's really tough to you you can't jump on like one of the first or second one that you choose i feel like you know i think yeah. it's, it might usually be like the third or something like that i mean depending but uh yeah just because you don't know what you don't know type of thing right Yep, I completely agree. Yeah, and then um, shit. Once you, it's it's really scary once you start choosing it and getting into like the formal process of kind of like the bidding. Which, by the way, I hate that bullshit too. Kind of like, <laughs> I, I mean, kind of kind of like buying a car or something else. It's like I'm not the whole type to bargain, I suppose. But uh, so it's always weird to me. Like, like the house is whatever 170,000 and then you say like hey I'll offer you a hundred and um or you know you try to like undercut them but they pay for more of this or more of that type of thing it's yeah. like can I just pay 170,000 and like you know whatever you pay for the fees or something like you know yeah. I, I mean I guess you could but everybody's trying to get a deal but here's a dynamic that Recky brought up to me that I never really thought of is so you let's see so somebody's got to pay the closing costs, which are like, you know, you got to pay cash. And then obviously you paying for the house is mortgage unless you got the, you know, you got that Kirby money, which you just fucking slap on the table, you know, 100, <laughs> 
170 G's or something like that. But what is that? What he did? No, 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 no. no I was about no, to say, no. I was like, hold on. No, no, no. I was just alluding to you know him money bags month, but oh, Kirby uh, money bags. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you would rather people pay more cash, as in like the closing costs, than pay the mortgage because. I mean, I suppose in the end you might pay more, but you know, if I if I you know go to you and try to buy your one hundred seventy thousand dollar house or whatever, and I say, oh, let me, I'll offer you one hundred sixty seven, but I'll pay all the co- you know, um, just let's totally uh, make this illustrate this example. So let's say the closing costs are like five thousand dollars, which they usually kind of are. I I, I thought, but uh, and then the house is one hundred seventy. If I said like. Hey, I'll pay all of the closing costs, and but I'll I'll only offer you 167,000. Then I just lost essentially. You know, if you were going to pay the closing costs at 170,000, I just lost 2,000, right? Yeah. So, but I'm not going to see that return because every month I only pay maybe uh, whatever five or ten dollars less off that 3,000 over the yeah. course of 30 years, right? So it's better to like just give them the money, you know, in quotes uh, of that 170, but then they pay all the cash up front. Uh, yeah. And I, I didn't really think about that. I was trying to like offer them lower and then have them pay less for the closing costs and that type of stuff. But then I kind of would have fucked myself at the end. <clears throat> yeah. No, that's, I think that's a strategy. Somebody, ah, I think my real realtor mentioned that uh, there's just so many little games you're just not aware of. Yeah, I know that's the problem. And then, um, kind of like you were saying with the whole bidding, and then they can, like, some of it's going to come down to a little bit later. But like, hey, uh, I'll pay 170, but you have to paint that those walls this color and like you know fix this or do that and this type of stuff and they're like no and then you're like oh well i'll pay 169 and then i think it comes down to maybe it's just in the state i'm in but if you what is it if they deny you essentially then it's done that if the seller denies it then it's done i think or like you know you can have your final offer or no sorry i think the buyer gives the final offer i forget but then it's done essentially. So yeah. you give a little bit more weight to your, you know, kind of put more pressure on them to say like, this is my final offer. But yeah. then if they say no, then they call your bluff and you're like, fuck them out. You know? yeah. <laughs> you're done. It's like that. It's like that meme. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. But, right, oh, I'm head, I, out. I head out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah how was your uh, bidding experience? I suppose. Uh, so solid? my bidding it was pretty straightforward. They didn't accept my first offer. Um, I think we went a little bit overboard. So we, I, I think I offered them um, less than the price of the house, barely. And um, uh, what was it? Less. It was. I think it was less than the price uh, that. Oh, sorry, less than the praised. And I offered. Um, I said they play. They pay the closing costs. A little bit less than the the offer uh, than the appraised price, and I asked to keep like some racks or something that was they had in the garage, which turned out to be good. Uh, that that I didn't get to keep them, but they didn't like that. And then I ended up paying. Uh, I had to pay like the exact price and uh, pay a portion of the closing cost or something like that, and they accepted that. And I was like. And the apparently the 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 offer the other offer that somebody else put in on the house was fairly close to mine, but I think I don't I don't know if they were just playing me to see what like they called my bluff or something, but it was it was pretty straightforward. Other than that, um, like I said, yeah. two bids and I was in. So that's good. Yeah. And that's the other that's, that's the other thing that doesn't make sense about my mind. The whole like you offer things before you actually get it appraised. So and and by the way, who are these guys that are appraising the houses? I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. They, yeah, I did I did the appraisal after. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, who are these guys that are appraising? Like, they have to be doing this for like 20 years to actually know the number, or I guess they go to school or something to actually get certified, you know? <laughs> but it's just yeah. a it's just a weird like kind of subjective thing, I suppose. But again, it's like 
you offer like, hey, I'm gonna give you 170,000, and then later you get it appraised, and hopefully, like, you know, obviously if it's worth 180, then I won, but if it's worth like 160, then you won, type of thing, and then yeah, and then you could, I mean, I guess in Zillow and other stuff, you can kind of look at the price history, but then again, no one knows what you did to that house in between. So yeah. you, could, you could be like, oh, it was it sold for 160,000 two years ago, but I put like twenty thousand dollars into it but i'll give it to you for 170 it's like yeah uh, did you though you know <laughs> yeah and then you can and you look at like uh other houses in the around in the neighborhood and what they go for and the, yeah that's another about- thing you can do that so my again back i feel like now that we got uh significant others like i feel like that's all we ever talk about maybe not <laughs> but it's it's i think so it's <laughs> we've fallen into the trap dude we've fallen we in dude yeah next thing we're gonna know we're gonna be telling single guys it's easy to hit on chicks at bars <laughs> <laughs> like hey why don't that, you go don't talk you... to that girl yeah it's oh, easy thing, you know <laughs> yeah we're, we're not gonna fall in that trap i won't uh, we won't forget our roots but uh so my my old lady said um she was like oh uh, i know that all the houses in this area they all went for like 180 or something. So she starts making all these plans that she's going to sell her house for like 180 or 160. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at her. I looked at her house and I was like, this house ain't going to sell for that shit. (laughs) I was like, this, I was like, I, and I didn't, you know, I couldn't. And also she was stressed. So I couldn't tell her nothing, but I'm thinking in my head, I'm looking like I'm looking around her house and like her front yard is jacked up. Like she didn't cut the grass. Uh, you know, like the 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 house was had like not mold, but um, like the like it just needed a, it just needed to be wa- like the house needed to be washed the outside of it. You know, you spray on some chemicals and it cleans the brick and cleans all this. It just needed that, and um, inside there was some stuff that was just kind of unfinished. And I'm like, I was like, ah man, ah, I don't like I didn't want to tell her this. I was like, I don't think this house is gonna go for that. And sure enough, she came through. She put it up for like 160 or something. She she put it up for that and like was hoping she would get like she thought she was gonna get some crazy deal. And sure enough, people were offering her like like 120, 130, and then she got it appraised. And I I told her I said, hey, I think you should get this appraised like on your own, so you can have expectations. She's like, well, I don't want to lose 300 dollars. I'm like, but you can at least put it up and figure out. You're not going to worry about some BS and yes. you'll be able to sell the house. Yeah. And at least you, you set your expectations other than just holding out. And she never did, but she ended up renting it out. So it went, it went well. But people were not offering her what she thought. Um, that's uh, But I think that goes to she, – she'll get mad. I'm sure she'll probably listen to this one and get mad. But <laughs> uh, I just <laughs> think sometimes females just have – are adventurous and uh, – um, very, I guess, not grandiose. positive, grandiose, like, yeah, they have a lot of grandiose visions, and she's a, she's, a, she's definitely a visionary, she can look at stuff and see, like, oh, see potential in things, but I think sometimes her realism is not always in touch with, or her, her vision is not always in touch with reality, but, um, I, I know, I, saw wanna... some, I guess she saw some potential in you, huh? Yeah, she she misjudged that one too. It's <laughs> 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 like that. Uh, uh, get, looks like I'm back on my bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Does she listen to a lot, or just like she picks uh, the topic? At the topic? I think I think she she doesn't she uh, she listened a little bit, but she she told me the other day. She said she's like I gotta tell you something that your intro makes my skin crawl i hate it i was like exactly that's the whole point it's supposed to be a little weird you know a little bit oddly sensual make you feel good and bad all at the same time you know that's the that's the whole point that's kind of gets it's got a signature to it yeah madison listens to everyone so hello madison uh uh, yeah so that's what i was thinking too is if I was selling it, I would definitely, I mean, uh, teach their own, but I think I would get it appraised just so I knew like where I was at type of thing, you know, kind of, kind of know what you're worth, I suppose. Uh, but it it does kind of suck to drop that. Yeah. Whatever, $300 or $500, whatever it is. 
Um, and then, yeah, you should get you should also get a good inspection like yourself, I suppose. It might be yeah. wasting a little bit of money again, but at least you know like what to fix ahead of time, I suppose, and all that type of stuff and help the value, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, and get ahead of the game, I suppose. Um, yeah. So or, or just do it. I, I would think like I think I want to maybe get an inspection every year just to like almost like a car checkup, you know. Just to yeah. see what you, know, you don't know type of thing. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. And like somebody might like, oh, you, you better watch out. You got a crack in your foundation or something. Or, right. hey, did you see like your, you got a, you got something wrong with your roof? I'm like, oh, I'm glad you told me that. It's good yeah, to- before it gets worse. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. Preventative maintenance, a little preventative maintenance, if you will. Exactly. Yeah, so that's a good point. And then getting into the whole VA loan thing is a little tough, I suppose. But... Or not tough, but just something to dive deeper. So VA loan, I suppose what they kind of offer is usually you have to put down – shit, I don't even know what it is. Is it like 5% or 10% of the price for like a usual uh, mortgage? Uh, I think – or oh, okay. I don't know. I think it depends. But um, Or is it 20? Something something like that. Maybe like $20,000 for a house that's 170000 uh, you have to put like upfront, I suppose, kind of to show you ha- have the have the cash flow maybe or something like that, or maybe to build some uh, collateral. I don't know. Yeah. But but VA loan allows you to not do that, which is good. But something to watch out for that I didn't realize. Um, if people start like grabbing houses in multiple bases, uh, is I think you can only have like four hundred eighty five thousand uh loans open at a time for a VA loan. You know, so you can't yeah. just have like seven VA loans of like yeah. hundred thousand or something like that. But yeah, exactly. But they do offer something. And then I think they still charge you like $3,000 for the closing cost. But again, either, either the seller pays that or you pay that, but mm-hmm. they, they kind of sneak their way in there. Kind of like the, uh, uh, um, this really grinds my gears, but the, <laughs> the commissary pretending that it doesn't, pay, you know, charge taxes. And then it yeah. has like a surcharge. Yeah, those bastards. Yeah, you can go fuck themselves on that. <laughs> I suppose seen, they gotta they gotta keep the lights on, but yeah, I saw somewhere that like you go to like if you go to DFAC somewhere like I uh, I was in Germany and the DFAC there charged a thirty three percent surcharge. Dude, that's the thing. Is that that is, there's what? some there's something shitty about America in terms of that. Like we like I don't know whatever charge here, what people don't, or maybe like I don't know. Um, healthcare or something like that, but in Europe, dude, it's pretty bad sometimes. I mean, you don't have to like pay to take a shit in public or something. Yeah, <laughs> not, dude, we not on, the, dude. not on the streets though. That's free, but uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop in a you stop in a gas station on like one of the, like the side of like the autobahn or whatever, uh, or whatever major interstate kind of I guess inner country travel MSR main service route i think me something like that uh and they're charging like 50 cents to take a dump or take a piss like come on man yeah especially when they have like the turnstiles and you have to put yeah. like 50 cents in it feels so fucking uh dystopia you know yeah but uh i don't know how we got there that's uh that's a, that's <laughs> a classic lap of luxury detour for you yeah but um <laughs> Yeah, the, the VA loan is obviously a good option, but yeah, it comes with some stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else for that one. But the one thing is, you know, it would be nice if, or I suppose you could take advantage of it, if you could do it, take a VA loan on just a random house and then take it for rent. But I think there's a rule you have to keep it for, you have to be, it has to be your main residence for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might be an option for people to look into is like, just have a place for a year and then rent it out after that year and then grab another place at the same base or something like that. But yeah, I could do that, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, that's almost cheating the system, but I mean, you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes in life. Um, otherwise, yeah. So this, once you get, again, once you get into like kind of the bidding process and like closing on it, that's where it starts to feel real. Like the gravity of the system <laughs> starts to fuck yeah. come at you, you know, where it's like, shit, am I making the right call? Is this really what I want? You know? Uh, but I don't know. I think it turns out good. I mean, 
every, you know, not everybody does it, but a lot of people have done it before. So it's not, you know, it's just, it's just another thing you kind of have to take baby steps and, uh, eventually get normalized to it, I guess. But, um, yeah. And then let's see, there's just a lot of, uh, just the way it goes about is just weird how you, like, at least for me at the closing, it was just weird having like everybody there. I'm signing like a bunch of fucking papers, you know, and it's all kind of like. And they're just throwing like 50, like 50 page documents at you. And yeah. You're not even really reading. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is for this. And this is saying you won't sue us if this happens. And it's like, wait a minute. I want to sue you. You know? <laughs> yeah. All this type of shit, you know? Yeah. You're just signing, signing, signing your life away and all this type of stuff. And you don't know. Yeah. You don't know if there's a gotcha or again, it's just so it's tough to navigate. But yeah, and then also it's like, oh, you owe five hundred dollars for this, thirty dollars for this. Here's that check back for seven hundred dollars that they owed you. Here's this, you know. It's like, whoa, what the fuck's happening, you know? And then I don't know how it is over there. This is like separate, I suppose. Even if you were renting, but here, like, you have to pay for, you know, your gas and then also electric, internet, obviously, uh, fucking water, sewage, trash, all this type of stuff. It's like. Can I just like go to one place and do- <laughs> yeah, like it's getting even it's it's pretty bad here. I thought like I thought um, mine out was difficult, but no, they had it easy. You gotta have yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. And then of course again it's like you know can I turn my gas on? Yeah, so you just have to pay like a two hundred dollar deposit, and uh, we need seventy five dollars for the first bill, but we'll give it back to you at the end. And then it's going to be this much and make sure to do this and, you know, have this available. And I think uh, for my, what was it, water bill, I had to, or water account, I had to go to them in person, show them my ID, and then pay $10. And I was like, (laughs) guys, we realize it's 2019 here. You know what I mean? Next thing you're going to want is like me to fax something to you. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? You know. God, you got to pay with it like a credit card. They're like, oh, well, here's a 5% fee. I'm like, you guys are a big business. <laughs> yeah. like, you're not mom and pop who's getting hit with like a 3% uh, you know, fee that you can't handle. You're making monies over here. Yeah, yeah, Y'all can take it. Um, yeah, so then being a homeowner, I guess that's the kind of the step I'm on. So there I was. My hey. – uh, Household goods finally show up, and I try to get into my house, and I fucking locked myself out. Oh, oh that's right, you did do that back in uh, back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I had to call a fucking locksmith, but uh, that was that's a whole another situation. Well, I'll get to it in a second, but yeah, it was just shitty. Uh, long story short, the like the fucking locks, like the the key works only to the front door deadbolt and the other locks like the garage uh door like the actual door in the garage to get into the house there's no key that opens those locks and then i didn't have the one to the back door and then there's no key that opens the door handle on the front door it's like what the fuck you know (laughs) and by the way could you have told me this you know uh (laughs) but uh yeah, the locksmith comes, and then luckily one was available. I guess they're o- – I mean, luckily they were open 24 24- – I mean, this was 7 a.m., but th- that would be shitty if, you know, after a night of drinking or something, you go home and you lock yourself out, and it's like 2 a.m., and you have to like – you're like, what are you going to do, you know, at that point? But, uh, yeah, so he was able to come by like 45 minutes later. He f- does – have you ever seen them open like a door or like a car door with the inflatable bags? Yeah, those things are pretty wild, huh? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I so it's kind of sh- uh, I mean not shitty, it just happened, but it's like that that happened um and obviously I needed the door open to get my like shit in there. Otherwise, if I had like a few days, then I probably could have like just bought it off of Amazon and done it myself or something, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so he just takes these like uh for those that don't know, the deflated bags and then he just like kind of fits them through the cracks and then inflates them to like kind of press the door against and then mm-hmm. He had a little like almost like a flathead and just grabbed the uh, shit. What's that thing called? Not the deadbolt, but like the 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 thing that actually turns like to go into the door to kind of keep it closed. 
uh-huh. like push pushes that back and then or he like deflated it and then pushed it again and then it just swung open and he's like ah oh, yeah that's 75 dollars i was like <laughs> fucking being a homeowner dude holy shit oh, man yeah that's why you gotta Although, invest in a good uh or i i hesitate to say this but it's completely legal is having a good lock picking set if you have if you can easily accessible yeah i yeah that made me realize i should get one but and then i mean these are things i want to change but i'm trying to get this is like a whole nother podcast topic maybe but I want to get a uh, – what, what are your thoughts on, like, the electronic uh, deadbolts and all that type of stuff? Uh, I think they're a good idea. I I like them in I, – I like them mostly in idea because I think they're, the encryption is there. Um, most thieves aren't going to be able to, you know, just roll up and um, – especially if, if you have, like, an RFID uh, deadbolt. I don't think most thieves aren't going to be able to do that. Um, for instance, like my parents, they have a electronic deadbolt where you got to put in a, a key and then it'll unlock and then you can do all that jazz uh, or sorry, put in a pin. I like that idea. Uh, I just don't have it. And that way you don't ever have to really worry about um, locking yourself out. Uh, right. Exactly. It's, it, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. And it's kind of they kind of got cool stuff not to go too deep into it. But August, I think, is a pretty good company. There's, obviously, there's a bunch, but it like lets you um i think if you have bluetooth on it lets like as you walk up to it 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 unlocks for you and then as you like leave it'll once it realizes like you're heading away it'll lock Mm -hmm. itself and you can like you can set it up so you can like check if it's locked or the door's closed or whatever else but anyway yeah that's just something to do in the future there's the whole like ring system and all that type of stuff but um yeah you think would you think about getting that i don't know about the ring i don't know how like I guess I don't really know how convenient it is or really how it works in the sense of like if somebody's at your door, you get the notification on your phone. But if you check back like five minutes later, does it even matter, you know, type of thing? Yeah. I guess it would just say like somebody was there or somebody dropped off a package, you know, that might help. Yeah. But there's um, a lot of things like even uh, security systems. Uh, I know I have one on mine, but like I was looking at going to like a, it's kind of like a Netflix almost of security systems, kind of a pay by month, if you will. Yeah. Um, they got ones like that and I, I they, they're kind of nice, but I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Simply safe is one of them. That's the one I was trying to think of. Yeah. And again, digressing a little bit, but what do you think about dash cams? Uh, I think. I, I think those are for losers. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to put it. I'm just kidding. Like, I'm only slightly kidding. I, I don't mean it's a loser part, but I think it's kind of like, what are you what are you expecting to catch there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because I was looking into them because, um, I don't know, I guess uh, being around here, the, the drivers are a little bit more shitty than – up up north i suppose or you know obviously it's all uh depending but not to generalize but then when i started looking into it more and more and then i started thinking about it i was like you know it could happen where the camera doesn't catch it and then you know i'm just like i just pay whatever 200 dollars and then four years later you know it doesn't catch it and then it's like not worth it you know and then it's like hard to find a good camera that'll do what you need, I suppose, and set up well in your car, and then it, it might yeah. be annoying throughout. So, I don't know. It could be. I guess security is kind of like that too. Is the reason I brought it up because yeah. yeah, I suppose it could be priceless in a moment, but I don't know. Like it's like one of those things you don't want to need, you know? Yeah, it, that's like the argument. Like, uh, and I, I'm, I kind of subscribe to this. Like people talking about carrying a gun, you know, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. But you're really playing the Playing, it, playing your odds at that point. Yeah, uh, that's tough. But I do, anyway, I do think, I, sorry, uh, real quick. Yeah. I think Teslas now have like a 360 almost um, like secure, not security system, but videos um, like what's going on constantly. So like if you park your Tesla somewhere, it like has cameras on it and it'll look basically 360 around the car and it videotapes. So like if somebody gets robbed or something, you can basically use that as evidence um yeah and that's because i'm uh 
you've uh, you really made a mistake by bringing up Tesla here. Uh, now we're now we're in for it. No, uh, yeah, Tesla. They have I think because their cameras are used for their autopilot, so they kind of have them for another sense, I suppose. But yeah, they they help with they're like naturally not even dash cams. They're yeah the 360. They, they look at like almost every angle. So yeah, that's that's kind of nice feature for them. Yeah. But only like seventy thousand dollars for one of those. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think I am gonna look into security system at least maybe just like pointing at the front door or maybe like the back door or something like that. I suppose um, just for whatever reason. Uh, even you know that this is a good podcast topic of like security systems of you know the placebo effect kind of thing. Like, yeah. like I think they did a study where people who had just like a sign at the front that said this is this house is covered by security whatever like less things happen to it than one that wasn't even if like nothing yeah. was different about it right mm-hmm. or like imagine if you just had like and some like department stores have this where they just have the thing that looks like a camera but there's not actually a camera <laughs> in it, yeah. or they don't even record right yeah um yeah i'm thinking about looking at that and then we could have another whole podcast i think on smart homes i think i'm going to try to dive deep into those but it's kind of hard it seems kind of convoluted to get like really involved in i don't know yeah. but well i was gonna say i have some i have some thoughts on that but we'll save it till that we we talked to that one because we're we're running short here but yeah yeah and just to uh wrap up real quick i i think renting might be the way to go yeah um obviously depending on the situation i mean I think the reason a lot of kind of like we were getting back to in the beginning where we think renting is always the way to go. It would be nice. I suppose in one way, if like you knew you were going to stay at this state and then you could build your roots and be there for 30 years, you know? Yeah. That's the hard part. Just, yeah. Just buy the house and you'd be there, you know? But for us, it's like, we're probably just going to be somewhere for three or four years. So, that's mm-hmm. kind of like the do you sell or rent? I think you rent. Yeah, and you you are paid basically monthly to have some kind of housing. So, right, and then yeah, I think I mean you probably have to get a um, someone to watch or whatever they're called, the rent managers or something or yeah. property manager, and they get a little bit of cut. But as long as you hopefully won't go. Um, without renters in between too much. I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a constant cash flow, I suppose. Um, and then obviously there's going to be big expenses, but I think renting is often the way to go more than selling, unless you really just don't want to be a, you know, deal with it anymore. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was, I, I was under the impression you're talking about something else. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I so. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I already had, but one last thought here real quick doesn't really fit okay. in but uh isn't it weird that we i mean you know classic americans want stuff to be bigger but like the houses that we have are like i feel like they're often too big for us i mean obviously we're just <laughs> we're just guys you know just living by ourselves but <laughs> it's like because you brought up the whole like you live in a container if it had like the three garages you know yeah. dude i would too man or like uh even just like an apartment dude the um the housing or the um what's it called the hotel room i had at sos i thought it was like perfect man it was almost like a studio apartment where it just had like everything you needed but not i mean not everything you wanted and not all the space but it was still like pretty good uh i think like condos or like apartments i wish you could i wish it was more of a thing where you could almost buy one of those and live there mm-hmm. you know as opposed to renting and stuff's kind of still a bit of the same but yeah. i suppose you want like a backyard and all that type of stuff but yeah I, you know, I, I think there is some something to be said about smaller places, but still be you know higher have higher quality. But it doesn't seem like the market's really there for that. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, like you said, the you said SOS was your kind of almost happy medium. My hap, my exact medium would be the BOQ and or the basic officer quarters in Pensacola. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good too. Yeah, that, that was, was good. Like it had bathroom, it had dishwasher and dryer it had a living yep. room it had your bedroom it's all i, I needed that's i think that's kind of like a i don't know how to say maybe like an average apartment in uh in europe i would say maybe probably you know yeah. 
of like they they you know they fit things where they can and they they're more efficient with it. But yeah, yeah for those that don't know, once you entered, it was like a little living room, but it had the kitchen kind of uh, island there, and then the stove and that type of stuff. And then right behind that was the bathroom with the washer and dryer in there stacked on top of each other and then the bedroom right after that so pretty um pretty compact but still yeah what all what you needed so yeah i would have i would love that but it just sucked the boq charge like fucking bah so it was like it all of your bah yeah, yeah. dude that that's a, maybe topic for another time but that's bullshit how the government does that 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 yeah that's, that's just the rule you know that's just so fucked up because i mean it's a third party system type of thing but yeah, yeah that, that's fucked up um but there you go now uh go forth and conquer and buy a house i suppose huh yeah or just ignore us all together i don't know <laughs> what do we know <laughs> it's just us and uh we're talking to soundcloud users you know yeah <laughs> um do you have any closing comments or anything else to add small pylons Nah, no pylons, no reattacks, no alibis, no uh, none of that. <laughs> all those things. <laughs> yeah, no. I think you hit the. I think you hit pretty much all the points that I was thinking about on this topic. Yeah, and then I think some exciting stuff is like. Uh, um, or do you want to talk about your recent dilemma shortly? I suppose. Uh, you're talking about the plumbing thing. Yeah, did that did that get totally resolved, or you're still waiting? Uh, so okay, so. I'll I'll say this. This is a plug for having a home warranty. If you have if you don't have one, um, I think you guys should probably you should you should think about it seriously. So um, it it covers a bunch of stuff uh, depending on the type you get. Um, and like so, my I got an issue of my my plumbing for whatever reason is clogged up. Um, I've done a bunch of stuff. I use a plunger on it. I use Drano. Everybody keeps on asking me, like, did you use Drano? Yes, motherfucker, I use Drano. I use, like, three bottles of that bitch, and still nothing. Uh, I got a snake, like, so a pipe snake or a, a pipe auger. Got that, tried it. Couldn't make it around all the corners of the pipes, but I made it probably about 10 feet into the piping. Nothing. It didn't even It didn't even see nothing. Um and my but the one thing is my pipes are clean as a whistle. I, I can see down them; it, 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 they're clean. Um, so there's some issue. Uh, so I'm waiting on the. Um, I've been waiting on the plumber. He's going to come out tomorrow in the middle of the workday, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I got it'll get me out of work, but luckily I have a pretty flexible schedule. Only unfortunate part is I have about 18 taskers due by the end of the week. Um, never become like. Uh, this that's one thing I miss about flying is actually being like when I was flying I never really felt like an officer. Uh, now I feel like an officer. <laughs> <laughs> I do all yeah, the managerial yeah. things that you yeah, talk about in yeah. SOS or yeah. squad officer school. But uh, yeah, so essentially there's just one big plug for like I'm having some plumbing issues, but it's covered underneath my home warranty, um, and I'm only going to have to pay a hundred bucks unless it costs less to fix. Cost less to fix than I pay what it costs to fix. So Okay, good. It's good. And it covers it covers washer, dryer, refrigerator, plumbing, air conditioning. It covers a bunch of stuff. It's it's good. So you have any issues with that, they they'll come out, fix it, give you a new one, basically, if it's something really bad. Yeah, it's good. And yeah. uh yeah, just your point of you know, they have to come in the middle of the day like I was setting up my gas and they were they were like, oh, yeah, so we just need a day where you can be available from eight to four. Uh, and he'll come, ah! he'll come sometime during that time. Um, yeah. And it could be anybody like if they're 18 or older, it's like uh, I work. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, they only do like Monday through Friday's type of thing. It's like, what do you guys think, you know, people are doing again? We've talked about this before, but yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, there you go. There's the uh, the home buying guy. It's all you need. All you need. Every all you wanted to your knowledge. All you had to do was listen to lap of luxury <laughs> with some laughs in the in you know, <laughs> yeah. and stuff in between. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, call it a wrap. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individuals and do not reflect the official policy or position of any agency of the U.S. government.